check the mic and make sure it sound right, boys. Welcome to Red Storm Chasers. I'm Vincent here with Craig and Nick. On this episode, we got one thing to talk about. It is Rick Patino time here at St. John's. Could not be happier, guys. Well, how how excited are we? This is this is all we've ever wanted. It's in this unbelievable. Moment. I feel the, like a new man. The it's I, I I'm speechless still. I mean, to be completely honest, I, I still am. I don't even really even know what to say. Honestly, I I've had chills a couple times randomly thinking about how good we could actually be. It's it's funny because we we knew it was coming, right? I mean, it was it was talked about. It was you know this is our yeah. this, he's our target. He's our only target. It seemed likely, right? But how many times have we seen things go wrong for St. John's? How many times have oh, we been right there and it just goes away? And I, until it happened, I wasn't sure it was going to happen. And then when it happened, I was even more ecstatic because it actually happened. Yeah, I yeah. I kept thinking some bad's going to happen. Like I don't know, Providence is going to swoop but, in at the end. That or was something like that. That was my main concern. Happening. I just always like oh, no. The minute Ed Cooley left happen. Providence, I was like, uh oh. And I knew it didn't make sense. No, no, I knew it didn't actually make any sense for that, and didn't think it would actually happen. But there was just like this little thing. But that, but you know what, guys? Those days are gone, my friend. Those days are gone. They certainly Long are. Long gone. Now yeah. it's now it's all good, positive vibes, man. You're gonna bring us back to better than we've ever been before. I, I think the the, it, the ceiling is so high right now. The ceiling is the roof. The ceiling, the ceiling is, the roof. is absolutely you know, it's funny, the roof. It's funny. I paused because I actually almost like just said that. <laughs> like I was like, "What you I'm and MJ? Say. That's what. What do Craig and MJ have in common? The ceiling is the roof. The ceiling is the roof. Um." I just think that the ceiling for us now is just is so high. I mean, I mean, let, 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 let's we we officially signed Tuesday. At the time of this recording, it's Thursday. We've already made offers to six players. I l- absolutely. We've already love made an offer to four or five stars. Four or five stars. Yeah, and they're oh, yeah, four. Four or five stars, I and mean, the others are four stars. That's incredible. I mean, it's that's two days work. Talking, talking about working about. hard, huh? L- last year we were aspiring to get a four star. You're talking about two days. Already making five star offers, already getting some real talk. I think. Look, I think the difference is we're all of a sudden we started decided to play big boy basketball. We're all of a sudden trying to be a national brand and national power and play basketball on the highest level. I think that comes with Rick Pitino because I mean, like, listen, we've had Mike Anderson. I mean, when we had Mike Anderson come, he was a uh, he was an exciting name. He was a different name, but he didn't bring. He wasn't. A, he never won a national championship. He never been to the final four. Never been to the final four. He he's I mean Rick Pitino is already a Hall of Famer. He's one of legendary. He's a legendary. He's a legend. He's a legend. Two-time yeah. national. You know it's funny. I was listening to the to WFAN. He wins everywhere he goes. I was listening to WFAN and Michael K said, and I think I think Michael K is one hundred percent correct here. He said Rick Pitino is one of the best basketball coaches in the history of basketball, and and today may be the best basketball coach alive. Maybe not the best bet. That's what Michael K said. That was no. I mean, I think it's it's certainly arguable. <laughs> I right? mean, I mean, it, 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 he took two programs to national championships, right? I three mean, programs to final four. Th- that's that's incredible. That's, that's incredible. I just, I you know, the hype is really high, which I love, uh, and I'm just, I'm just, you know, ecstatic. You have to love that every national media outlet is talking about this, and, and I think the big thing also is the certainty level. They're like. It's not a question of if Rick Pitino will win at St. John's. Everyone accepts that that will happen, which is, first of all, uh, amazing. <laughs> amazing in a stratosphere we've like never even been in. But not that helps so much with recruiting because if we recruit, 
they've been talking about this for a week on ESPN how this is the best move. Where this this program is gonna be successful. I see it as a top fifteen. Uh, Jay Billis said he saw it as top, it'll be a, this will be a top fifteen program in no time. With, with, uh, that's with, with the, the top. and that's insane. So great to hear. Just so great to hear. Not only that, I love that we dunked on Georgetown. Oh. We, can we talk about that for one second? <laughs> yeah. Rivalry's Ed, back. Ed Cooley. First of all, Ed Cooley. What an asshole. I mean, <laughs> my goodness. Snake. You first of all, you leave the program you built, right? Which is whatever. I guess eventually you're going to leave. Okay. You leave it, and the way most people find out you leave it is because you list your house for sale. That's how these Providence people found out you were leaving them as a coach. I mean, come on. And they and they were beloved there. I mean, he was like their guy. I'm telling you, guy was five years away from having a statue built outside the dunk. Not not even did he did he sell his house. He put his house up for sale. He did it on what was it March first. He no he he apparently there was the end of the uh, now this season? is this is unverified or I may be verified, but his information on from Twitter. That he on March third he uh he like signed on with the with the realtor to sell his house yeah which means by the way he knew he had known about he it. knew he was gonna leave oh yeah and, he, he was ready and, he was and, ready to go do and, I smell collusion <laughs> shame shame on him by the way you not that your Providence was ever gonna be happy that he left there was an amicable way of leaving a place right Rick Pitino went back to to Iona on Monday he said. Talk to, talk to his players. players. Talk to you know. Talk to administration. Said, "Listen, you know, blah blah blah. I appreciate everything. I'm gonna go." Ed Cooley didn't do that. Ed Cooley just left. Packed his bag. Packed his bag. Left on Tuesday. Lost in the tournament over the weekend. Left on Tuesday. And had his entire. They announced it in the morning like they were big men. Woohoo! We're Georgetown. And then we came in and said, "That's sweet. Take a seat. We just hired Rick Pitino. Banner head banner on ESPN. People would talk about it all week." Great job, by the way. Uh, good marketing move here by Mike Craig, just to to give a little, you know, pop to him. Uh, obviously, everybody was in town for the Sweet 16 and the Elite Eight, which was being hosted at Madison Square Garden over this weekend. It hit the nail on the head in terms of we've got our big story. Let's make the announcement right away. Get this done, and it worked. Right, this whole week has been dominated by Rick Pitino talk. Yep, which is absolutely great. So, Nick, you were fortunate enough to be at. The press conference. What, what was it like? What was the atmosphere like? Yeah, um, it was it was an amazing atmosphere. Honestly, I said it before. I got chills a couple of times. One of the times I got chills was when I was in the in the press room. I was it was so it was in um, Madison Square Garden. It was in the lobby of Madison Square Garden. Right when you walk into the main doors of the main entrance, they had uh, literally just like black curtains and a little sectioned off thing with a bunch of chairs. They had the, you know, all media, you know, the TV cameras and podium and all that fun stuff. Um, you know, and then they came out, they, you know, did the intros, everybody was, it was a, it was a very exciting, positive vibe. It was like, it, it was, I, it I was mean, yeah, pretty I, I watched it on, on the video and, and I could, I could, you know, you could tell it was, a, it was a, like a vibrant feeling coming off, you know, just from, obviously it's press people, so it's not fans, but. Right. Well, there was a couple of people that I have actually still known that are, that have a, some job <laughs> within the, uh within the, the St. John's athletics. Mm-hmm. So I got to see them um, and like, and just talking to them. Cause uh, one of them, his name is Bernie, Matt Bernstein. He used to be a, a manager, a St. John's men's manager. Then he was the video coordinator for the women's team for a long time. And now he does, he runs the equipment room at St. John's. That's um, cool. So he, and he's a, he's a homer, you know, he's a big St. John's guy. And he was like, dude, it's awesome. We were just like, it was just like cool to just like be like this is really gonna happen and like we're gonna be a good program we're gonna be a top program we're gonna be 
what we've always dreamed we could be. You know what I mean? Bright lights, for big sure. Time and and I have to say yeah. one one of the, one of the great uh, quotes I think to come out of the press conference was Rick Pitino mentioning how we're going to come back in a big way. St. John's is one of the legendary names in all of college basketball. Has it fallen on tough times? Yes, it has. But now we're ready to, to fall on great times. We're ready to raise it up, raise this roof up, because St. John's is going to be back. I guarantee that. I mean, <laughs> that's the quote you want to hear as a St. John's fan for, for years, it feels like. I mean, we all know we fell on some tough times, and we know where the program is at, and a lot of us have been there for years and cheering our hearts out for you know at games and, and that kind of stuff and just to hear that and, and to get that feeling is just it's just amazing it's just a, it's a great time it, it's a it's been I mean, a great week the I, energy just, from that right like you you you've had coaches who come in oh we're gonna we're gonna turn this program around we're gonna do whatever okay with those guys you hoped it right with Rick Pitino sure. you believe it yeah uh, right? that's a, that's a great that's a great way to put it and time. I think. You know, it, it, listen, it's it's the middle of the NCAA tournament, right? So college basketball is still fresh, uh, and it just hits at the right time. You know, we we finally did the right thing, right? We yeah, went out, we yeah. got the guy yeah. we wanted, we did it at the time we needed to. There was no nonsense. There's no no back, you know, side story about how this is falling apart or whatever. It happened. It happened quickly. It happened the way it should. And listen, we're full steam ahead in in, in the direction we need to be going in. Yeah. I think also in years past, we, we may have, you know, we kind of knew he didn't want to leave the New York area, so we clearly were a fit. In years past, I feel like we might try to use that as, like, leverage to like lowball him on the offer. I appreciate that Father Shanley and, and Mike Craig didn't, did not do that. Uh, they, they wanted their guy. They got their guy. They didn't mess around, and I think that speaks to the new day that we have here at St. John's. Yeah, I think, you know, I think Father Shanley, you know, he's obviously been here for a little time, but I think he's the right guy for us in in the president's seat. Uh, and obviously, we've, we've nothing but great things to say about Mike Craig. So I think together, that combo with now Rick Pitino puts us in the right direction. And and I think, you know, uh, one of my favorite parts of the press conference was how loose Rick Pitino was. Uh, and the perfect example about that is how he talked about or how he joked about uh, the facilities at St. John's. He has told me within 12 months we will have the best facilities at, at St. John's. Um, and then he blessed himself because he lied. <laughs> Father has plans to build something really special uh, at St. John's. Um, and I know he will do it. My confidence in him is off the charts. It's great to see how they're already joking around as if they've been buddies for a really long time. I mean... Shanley wanted to get him when he was at Providence, and he didn't get a chance to. Now they're finally getting a chance to work together. I think it's, I mean, as you said, you know, it's, it's our, we already have Craig and Shanley working together for the past year together in kind of, and I mean, in sync up to this point to get Rick Pitino. So that's obviously like they were in a good sync in a year in. Now we're adding Rick Pitino, who is a, you know, huge basketball team legend. And with their basketball mind and his obviously very driven basketball mind, I think we could have something extraordinarily special at St. John's. I, I also like that they're... I, listen, our facilities certainly need improvement, right? I like that Without they're joking about this because it re- it shows that they all recognize the issue. Yeah, right? yeah. They recognize yes. this is a problem that needs to be fixed. Now, I think Rick Pitino brings in a lot more money, brings in a lot... Listen, Mike Rapoli already talking about being more back involved with the program. Huge. Right? Something we lost under Mike Anderson. Yep. It, it, Rick Pitino is going to bring in a lot of money 
Father Shanley has already worked to get a lot of money. We we know that from from you know from reports. It's going to be an interesting time to not only see how the team builds to how this transforms into things like new facilities. How are we going to? We've already you know there's already been reports. You know next year we're playing a half dozen games at Madison Square Garden. The year after that, most likely it's probably going to be all games, right? Or, or that's yeah. a report. Whether yeah. that's true or not, we'll see. At least all Big East games. At least all yeah. the Big East games that's at what Madison he, Square Garden. Yeah, Rick Pitino said that he he wants absolutely. To go back. Yeah. I, I you know I think. It's kind of a we're we're shifting in the direction that this program hasn't had in years. Yeah, in my I think entire a, life. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's true. There's a confidence to it, right? In, in terms of you know joking about the facilities, you don't joke about that if it's a real problem. Uh, if it's a problem that you don't think you can solve, you're not going to bring it up, right? Um, yeah, and that means he has a confidence too, because Rick Pitino would never have agreed to do this job if he didn't think that the support was there to make the changes that were necessary to make this a winning program. Very true. Um, he doesn't have to do it. He's, yeah. a, he's a legendary coach. If he thought they were going to mess him around on this and not really do it, he'd be like, I don't need this. Right? right? He's doing this because he wants to. He's doing this because it's his legacy. So for him, it matters a lot. And he wouldn't do this unless he had a, a firm commitment that he knew was going to happen. And Father Shanley has did a great job of just locking in on him and making sure he knew he was the priority, he was the guy we wanted, and you know we're in a great spot because of it. And I think, yeah, you know, we're ready to take it, off. You know, it, it's funny. He's a guy who who had to do a lot of penance, right? He's a guy who got punished, who yeah. had to go coaching yeah. Greece because he was outcasted by the college basketball society. He's worked his way back. He's earned his way back, quite frankly, and he did it. You know, he's been che- cleared of everything that that happened. He's you know. He's a guy who worked hard to get back to where he is now. Uh, and, um, you know, I think he's a guy with a chip on his shoulder a little bit. And he's exactly what we need, right? Because I think we all have a chip on our shoulder at St. John's. He's a New York guy. Yeah. He's a stereotypical New York guy. Yeah, exactly. You can even hear when he talks. I love it. For That's sure. true. <laughs> Absolutely true. It just feels right also. Like you said, he's a New, he's a New York kid, a New York guy. He, he just oozes the Big East. It just, like, brings everything back. It just feels right. Right, I just think that's I think that's why yeah. the national media took off so much on it because it's like a match made. In it heaven. just feels right. Rick Pitino at St. John's in the Big East. That just feels like where he should ride off into the sunset. Hopefully, with you know six more. Hey, listen, I, I also like the six-year contract. <laughs> to tell you the truth, I think that's great. I think it creates stability for the program. Yeah, yeah, and I think it shows that we're really buying into this. Right, we're not really half footing. You know, we're not we're not half committing here. Yeah. We're fully committed to this process, and and we're going to actually. You know, go head on into this. I think he's probably the only coach we actually give a six year deal to. I mean, for sure, he would be the only, absolutely. If we were hiring somebody else, it would have been a four year. Deal. Yeah, for we sure. wouldn't have given him the full six. So on the not the not the disappointing side, but on the flip side, right? I think in today's day and age, we see a clear shift in how things happen when new coaches come in, and Rick Pitino made that very clear in his press conference what the personnel group is going to look like coming next year. Well, the one thing I want to be honest with that, that a lot of players probably won't be back on this team because they're probably not a good fit for me. With me, it, it's, it's, I mean, my, I think my players love playing for me. Even from Mark Jackson and Patrick Ewing and Charles Oakley, I spoke with Oakley last night, they love playing for me with the Knicks. But it takes a certain type of basketball player to want to play for me. He's got to be a, a total over-the-top 
in love with the game of basketball. And if you're not, it's just a bad fit with me. It, it doesn't work. So there'll be a lot of players that will move on to, I hope, greener pastures. Uh, Joel's the type of person that I want to build around, and that's why I asked him to come today. Uh, I have to meet so many other young men, but there'll be other guys that don't fit. It'll be a, a round peg in a square hole, and it, it won't work. You know, it's a hard truth of what college sports is today, right? I mean, we, we saw Deion Sanders do it at Colorado when he got there for football. He basically told him, listen, I know you had scholarships here. I know you played here last year. You're, you're not guaranteed to play here. And matter of fact, most of you are going to be gone. Rick Pitino said virtually the same thing because with the transfer portal and everything, you can really build your own team now. Yeah. In, in one year. I, yeah, I think they – actually, it's funny. They talked about this on First Take. Stephen A. Smith brought this up. Uh, and he was saying that, you know, it's brutal. Uh, it's honest. And, you know, I think one of the differences between now and in years past, while, while this is harsh, I mean, it is, it's realistic. Uh, and the thing is, with the transfer portal, you're not exiling these guys to something bad. They can go find a place where they fit in better. That they, right. they fit in, you know, with the coaching. They mesh with the coaching. They get they get to choose. In years past, I feel like what would happen was those guys would they would keep them on because they were trying to build a roster. They would kick them to the end of the bench. They wouldn't get any playing times, and then they kind of get left to the wayside, which is unfair to the yeah. kids. It's really unfair to the players. In this scenario, like you, this is not going to work. Here, let's find a. You're going to find a better place where you fit in, and, and it works out. And look, you know the transfer market is there for that reason. So I think brutal, uh, honest, and you know what, do you guys, Rick Pitino, want to bring in. Look, I love the guys on our team. I did. Uh, I do. Right? I hope. I hope. Wish. I wish the best for them. I hope. You know, as many of them fit into a system and work. And I would love to see this team succeed. We love this team. We rooted for this team. Um, those guys, if they if they don't work. Then I hope they go to other places and do great things. Yeah, like like Rick Pitino said, uh, onto greener pastures for them, somewhere that works better for them. We've already seen some dominoes fall, to be honest. Rafael Penzone has entered the transfer portal. Omar Stanley has entered the transfer portal. We know Joel Soriano is coming back. Uh, that was, that's good. That's that's, that's great. Huge. I mean, he's obviously named you know, the team captain. Rick, he's going to be the team captain. They talked about that in the press conference. He's the guy he's going to build around, and that makes sense. There's been some chatter about. Possibly AJ Store having now talked to Rick Pitino, uh, you know whether he comes back or not. I think that's a discussion still up in the air. Hasn't had much word on Posh. You know, I, I personally would like to have him back. Yeah. I think he is, you know, like I, I've said all year, the heart of our team. He's a guy who is a, you know, works extremely hard at basketball. Uh, but you know, listen, maybe Rick Pitino hasn't met with him yet. Maybe that's why it hasn't come up. Uh, Posh is definitely a guy I'd like to see stay. I feel like. He he. I mean, look, Rick Pitino get to the side, not not me, but <laughs> for sure. Um, he. I just I just I just love Bosch, and I, I want him to be here for when we're really good. We're I, I also like I also think he deserves. I think it. he got job. He got screwed, quite frankly. Yeah. By, by Mike Anderson. Mike Anderson brought in Andre Curbella for no reason other than to compete with Posh, took Posh's minutes away, treated him as if he was a secondary player, that Curbelo was going to come in and and be the guy, right? Yeah. Mike Anderson loved Curbelo, played him way too many minutes. And it was to the detriment. Posh didn't play as well this year. The hype around Posh, oh, maybe he's not as good. No, Posh Alexander is a great player who got screwed by a coach who didn't know what he was doing. Right? Uh, uh, yeah. And because of that, now Posh doesn't look as good. And, and shame on Mike Anderson for doing that. 
Yeah, I think it, it frustrated Posh. You could see it at the end of the season because he was playing. The problem was both, and we talked about it, having two both of them play on a court at the same time was a mistake, and it, it frustrated Posh. And, and you know that and maybe hope, hopefully not, but maybe it bled over. And uh, you know, I just hope I, I hope you know Brick Patino sees Posh for who he is, who's who's a who's a great team guy and um, the heart and soul of this team. So there was actually a funny moment talking about Curbelo where uh, Rick Pitino got asked about a question about, um, some, uh, oh, are you going to keep the kid? Who are you going to keep anybody from the team? And he was like, oh, yeah, I was thinking about that kid from Lutheran. And he was, Pitino was talking about Drissa Traore. And somebody was like, are you talking about Andre Curbelo? And he was like, uh, Pitino was like, uh, I, I don't know about Andre Curbelo. He was like, no, the the 6'9 kid from uh, from. Lutheran, and then I think it was Zach Brazilla was like, "Are you talking about Drissa?" And he was like, uh, "Traore." And he was like, "Yeah, Drissa Traore. Yeah, yeah, Drissa." So I was like, huh. and I, "Interesting choice." Yeah, I was, I was going to say I was very intrigued to him to be like, "Oh yeah, we're getting bringing back Soriano and Drissa Traore." <laughs> but I love it. I, listen, when Drissa was on the court, he played well. Yeah, he didn't get that many he, minutes. He was the first guy off the bench clapping every time. Though. Every single a time. true team Whenever you looked guy. at Drissa the bench, was, he was always up, always talking, always with the guys. And my, my guess is, I mean, th- that's the kind of people Patino yeah. wants on. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's fair. Well, Aiden, when we talked to the head manager, Aiden, he said that Drissa was one of his favorite players on the team and that he was such a good guy and such a good team guy and worked hard and, and all that good stuff. So I, I can see it. It makes sense. All right, so let's take a look. Who who else do we think is going to stay? Who else do we think is going to go? Uh, so let's let's run down the roster a bit here. Uh, there was some mention of Keita as well uh, about the possibility of, of – Patino bringing back Keita. It's yeah. hard to know about Keita because we, we haven't seen him really. Yeah, it, it, it's hard. I, I, to, yeah, hard that's to the only nugget we got on him yeah. is that it, it's possible. Uh, so Posh, obviously still nothing. Curbelo, I think gone. I think he's gone. I, I don't see him coming back. I mean, the way he likes season end, I don't, I don't yeah. Right, I, I also don't know that he fits with Rick Patino. He definitely Which is, by the way, can we talk about how great that is? Just, I know we've, we've been hammering it for like 20 minutes, but how great is it to have a coach who says, not, oh, th- does this player fit? Can I fit this player? No. Do you fit me, Rick Pitino? Right. Do you fit the coach do, style? Do we want if, you? Yeah. Do I? Do you? Do I want you? Not. Do you want me? It's a whole new world. It's for a us. whole new world. It's anyway. a whole new world for us. Curbella, I think is gone. Yeah. Wusu, I, I, th- I think he's gone. I love Wusu. I, you know, if Posh comes back, I think maybe Wusu comes back. No, I think you. I think if you, I think you probably get one or the other. You definitely don't get both. But I don't think you get either. I mean, if you want to bring in six to eight guys, there's got to be a lot of guys to go. I think Wushu's right there. I don't. I know. think he's on the line. I, I think I that's fair. I, I, I like Wushu. I, I like Wushu. I, 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 I hope like he's Wushu back, but I, I could see where he's gone. Kobe King, my guess is gone. Uh, he played well at the end of the year. He showed flashes, but Rick Pitino has taken two teams to to win a national championship, so he needs to get the guys that he wants, and and that's really the most important thing. Yeah, I mean that's 100 percent fair. That's why you know I I guess Kobe King is a good player, but I just don't. I, I my guess is he's gone. Nyoi is is out of eligibility. He he's you know he's moving on anyway. David Jones, listen, good player. I, I don't know if he fits Rick Pitino's style. My guess is David Jones is gone. Uh, we talked about Keita. Again, we don't know. There's been you know Pitino mentioned him maybe coming back. We'll see. But again, we've already made six offers. <laughs> right. Right. We've made six offers in two days. Uh, and you got to find a place for those people. So then people have to go. Even Brandon Gardner, whether he's coming, is up in the air. Right, that's another open question too. We, we've we've certainly there's been they have talked, I believe, right? They've been they in contact. Have not, they have not talked yet. Oh, they have not. Okay, but um, there right now Brandon Gardner is still committed. As of right now, he is not decommitted. Um, but he's waiting to talk to um to the to new staff. He must be shaking his boots a little bit, seeing 
us offering five stars, four stars. He might look around and be like, ooh, I might not get as much playing time as I expected. I don't know. I think he's a pretty confident kid. I think he's he's wor- he's ready for the challenge. I'm, I'm, guess. Sure, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's a big I also kind of like him. I got to hope. I hope Patino I hope brings him in. I hope he stays. All right, so let, let's talk about some of these guys that we have made offers to, right? Some of these guys aren't for this year. Um, the biggest name is Boogie Fland, right? He's he's the guy who is a junior now in high school. He's going to be in the 2024 class, uh, but he's a five-star recruit. Uh, he's a guy that looks like he could be the centerpiece of that recruiting class. Yeah, he went to Stepanak, too. Um, he even played the New York City Championship game at Karnasekar Arena and won it there, so yeah. maybe it's a little Could feel at home. Yeah. He's a seventh-ranked player in the entire class and the number two player in New York. <laughs> when was the last time we got the seventh-ranked player in the entire class? That's a very good guy. Uh, that, probably probably Felipe never. Lopez. Felipe Lopez. Yeah, that's <laughs> Felipe Lopez. That's yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> but we, uh, we're making a huge push for him, and I think, you know, we'll see. Another guy from Stepanak that we're looking at is Danny Carbuccia. Obviously on the same team. He's a four-star recruit. So, you know, the fact that the Rick Pitino was announced on Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday, he had already got offers. He was already at practices. It it's just a different mindset, right? I mean, the the NCAA, the, the, this season's not even over yet. The NCAA tournament's not done. And we're already in making moves. Where the the MAC, the AA MAC player of the year, uh, it, obviously from Iona, is in the conversation. Rick Pitino looking like he might bring him over to St. John's, which would be great. That'd be that'd be great too. I mean, Iona's been Iona's been a pretty good program the they last made the tournament. Yeah, the last two seasons, and <laughs> some, he tor- knows some tournament Pitino's experience system. on a team with no tournament experience. Yeah, yeah. and he, and he was amazing. I think it's a world of difference, and it's all great news. I think it's all great news, and it's you know I couldn't be happier. I just feel so much happier talking about. <laughs> I know, right? This like, oh, we could be getting this amazing player. Oh, we could be getting this amazing player. We're like in years past. I feel like it's getting, it's been like. Well, we might be able to get this good player, but we're we're also going after these a couple of these like all right guys that have a couple a little bit of upside, and then like you know they didn't always pan out. Right. I mean, it's an we'll see if these guys it's pan an, out. But. We'll see if they pan out. See if they come here, right? But it's an impressive list. I mean, looking at you know twenty twenty four, he's already offered three, four, five star players. We talked about Boogie Flane, who's, who's probably in the centerpiece. He also offered Dink Pate from Texas, who's the twenty. 20- Number twenty one prospect. His he name's off- Dink. His name is Dink Pate. Yeah. What a name. Um, they offer the twenty eighth best prospect in the class, Victorious Miller. Um, they also offered. Sorry, I was wrong. Five five stars because they also offered Carter Bryant, who's a five star. He's fourth nationally in the country. He was had <laughs> cut his list down to two teams, Louisville and Arizona, and then we offered him, and they were now he's up to three. <laughs> That's really awesome. When was the last time that happened? That's incredible. I don't think that's ever happened so, for us. So who knows? You know, as we talked about, the sky's the limit. And in terms of the transfer portal, we're just in on every major player. Like, all the best players are in the transfer portal. They're like, oh, yeah, they have a meeting with them. The guy from Towson, Nick Timberlake, shot 41% from three-point line last year. He scored and averaged so 18 sweet. points a game. We have a meeting with him. Uh, it's just we are just we're out, Everywhere. We're out early. It's going to be great. They're working this hard. This team is going to look very different. So be prepared for this team to look very different. But it's certainly going to be a opening night at, for us, right? Our first game. It's going to be against like Utah Valley or somebody, right? But can you? Maybe like, not I can't wait. I can't yeah. wait for that to happen. Oh, even tip off. Can you imagine what tip off's going to be like? I'm going to rip my shirt off. Oh my goodness! <laughs> it's going to be incredible. <laughs> it's going to be incredible. It's a long way away. It's going to be a great summer. 
Hopefully, we're getting a lot of great players, and, and I, I can't wait. I so. it's extremely excited. Can't wait to see what's going to happen. Looking forward to uh, watching along and talking about it with you guys uh, every step of the way. It's a great time to be a Johnny's fan. Absolutely. All right. We've earned this. <laughs> we, we've certainly <laughs> we've suffered certainly enough. This. We've certainly suffered there's, enough. There's any fan base earn that this. earns this, or that deserves this, deserves a win, deserves a, a, a shift in momentum. It's Maybe the sun is shining through the dark cloud of St. John's. All right. That'll do it for this episode. For Craig and Nick, I'm Vincent. Go Johnnies. Keep chasing.